Material Components, Season 2, Episode 31, The Orc and the Marshal. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Hello. Heck yeah. What up? Hey, hey. Excellent. Great. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm Olivia, and I'm playing Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I'm playing Shay. I am Michael, and I'm playing uh, Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the question I ask every time. And that is, Elliot, do you remember we... what happened last time? I do! So we finally touched down on... Saram. Saram. <laughs> Listen, oh, at oh, least I didn't oh, just. Boy. I I thought you were doing a bit, and I was waiting <laughs> least, for it. At least <laughs> I didn't just <laughs> jump in and be like, "Yeah, we're still on like Talgan three, right?" Fun story. <laughs> I usually go in and like trim down some of the longer silences in the mm. episode for the podcast release. I'm leaving that one in. Yeah, Ooh, that's, that's good. a good one. Um, no, it is a good one. As I learned from my senior year uh, college level theater course, uh, absurdism is best when you leave in really, really long pauses. The longer the pause, the more. Um, uh, that's a horrible exactly. lesson to learn from yeah. an acting <laughs> class. Oh, boy. And it explains why I'm such a prolific actor now. Um, yeah, so we're on Saram. We touch down on the planet itself uh, to kind of do a little bit of recon. The shortest recon that we've ever done, it turned out. We went to one bar, uh, O'Flanagan's, and did like a little bit of information gathering from like the people. The voice, the voice of the people is always important. Mm. Um, Florian made friends with some guild members, playing cards with some old timers. Uh, Mari went to the bathroom. Important Oswald shit. got blasted immediately. And Shay got lucky. <laughs> Shay also got blasted. Ay. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Family <laughs> show. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I'm pretty sure it's not. I mean, but... I'm pretty sure any show is it's a family show if you, you know, Depends have the family. If you have a certain yeah. type of family. Yeah. The aristocrats. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, Shay got yeah. lucky with a salt miner. Yeah, listen. Shady. Listen. M-I-N-E-R, not M-I-N-O-R. Thank goodness. I was yes. About to ask. Okay, all right, okay, we can... Keep recording the podcast now. Okay. It's a family oh, show, guys. Really? <laughs> um, that's where you stop. That's sorry. where the memory just ends. That's all, that's all there yeah, is. Yeah, that's where I stopped yeah. paying attention. No, Nothing so um, else happened. After, after everybody else reconvened with each other uh, at the bar, 
uh, they were like, well, we have to wait for anyway, so let's go back to the shuttle, or the ship. We landed an actual ship on the planet. Um, and then we, kind of the uh, consensus was to go up to the space station uh, that was on one of the moons or near one of the moons? Neither. Just in orbit, right? Neither, just, yeah. I mean, it's in, the, it's in space where the moons are, so... It's sure. The relation, statistically the relation, speaking, it's closer to the moons than the planet. Is. The relation to the moon is that the Baron has the same name as the yeah. Planet. Yeah. The Baron is also on the space station, so yes. we were kind of hoping to either talk to the Baron or somebody close to the Baron. It might not be possible, so we're kind of on our way to kind of where the Baron's office is. The kind of area where the Baron's office is located. Why are you doing all of this again? I know, right? Why are we here? No, we want to be salt miners. We, we really are, want to be yeah, salt miners. We really need jobs. We're promoting our band. Camp we are eventually. investigating the attack uh, on Saram. Well, this this space station specifically uh, by the children of A tier, mm. and this is one of the places that they hit and. We can't go to Akalar and we can't go to Vast Plain. Um, and for some reason, we decided not to go to the water world first. So we're here. Well, thankfully, you have seen land. It is real. And yeah. you don't have to go to the water world just yet. We'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. But we didn't get very far in this space station because we got on the freaking elevator. And who's there but Brother Hume from. Talgan 3. Oh, it all circles back. Among other places, he has shown yeah, up. Well, I mean, that's where we first met him. It's true. And by we, I mean, I think specifically just Florian. I don't think it any, was, yeah, yeah. I, any of the rest of us met him. Yeah, uh, just making sure. We saw, uh, Florian saw Brother Hune on Esquipsis? No, no on Talgan our 3. ship. Yeah. No, and, and no, also Talgan and and on the ship in the mess hall, right? Those yeah. two yeah. instances, yes. Yeah. But was it the mess hall, or was it a dream? All you know for sure is that this orcish fellow, Brother Hune, as he has introduced himself, is interacting with Oswald, confirming that if he is in fact a hallucination or a dream, he is one you are sharing with everyone in this elevator. That's not terrifying to, to be yeah, to be fair, can't rule that out because again, that's one of the cog tech being hooked up to each other's brains things. This is true. So ah. it's not it... an invalid hypothesis, actually. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. If it turns out that this is all a simulation and we're still actually all on the tables, I'm just letting you know I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> no, you're not still on the tables. You've been visivisected and your brains are in jars somewhere. Oh, okay. yeah. well, that's fair. Finally, that's fair. some peace and quiet. <laughs> I take out a top and I spin it just to make sure. <laughs> top explodes. No, it's the worst timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't think Oswald has met Brother Hune, right? No. Uh, no. Amari hasn't either. Yeah, neither okay. Shay. I think I think I I said something in Shay's voice uh, at the end of the last episode that was like, oh, what? As indicating that I knew who this was, but I don't, so take that back. So I Oswald was actually there. He just didn't like talk to Brother. Oh no, I asked you to ask him about his god, if I if I recall. 
Mm. Uh, okay. Excellent. So if we hop in, I'll take over what Shay said. Yes, yeah, so we're say, hopping in with uh, Brother Hune pulling his hood back and looking to you, Florian, specifically, and giving you a brief smile and nod. Uh, what? I am Brother Hune. Y- yeah, ma- man, like, I-, I know. Why are I you... I suppose I did not understand the question then. What? Uh, fine. Uh, Why? What are you, uh... A much better question. Yeah. I told you last time we spoke that, well, certain parties have an interest now that seems to have hmm, increased rather dramatically. Ray, I'm, I'm really... How did you find us, though? Simple enough. Observations of specific jump coordinates, looking for the ship dispatched from the storm's repose. Easy enough for those who know what to look for. So I'm assuming that any other party that is also has interest in us can also also knows where we are. If you are asking after Aegis Tech Solutions, there is a non-zero likelihood of their awareness of your current position. Right. Hey, everybody, this is Brother Hune. This is the... Yeah, I was about to say, like... Met him on Talbot. Uh, Shay, the one that I asked you to send that encrypted message to when we left. Oh, yes. Yeah. Indeed. Hey, this is Oracle Zero. This might be a strange question, but are you here? I do not know where else I would be. I poke him. And he is but flesh. Okay, just had to make sure. It is good to be sure. It's a little disorienting, you know, to have you show up. Ah, I suppose it would be, yes. Uh, so what's the, what's up? What's going on with... Yeah. What's the haps? This, uh, Brother Hume. With you, Brother Hume, I suppose. Mm. I was assigned to reestablish contact. Certain factions had an interest in these children of A-tier, but it seems as though the High Proctor has played certain cards, yourselves included, that preclude involvement of others. Now, like, say that again, but in in common. Those in common? There's a uh, higher-up within the Coal Foundation, the the High Proctor, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, This individual, for whatever reason, seems to have uh, an interest in us succeeding at whatever we do. Uh, And... I informed you this last time. The Arch Proctor seems to have taken a personal interest in this group. And that's the main party that has interest in us? There are several other interested parties of which you are well aware, but my personal involvement in this is that those that you hunt now, the children of Aetir, they are not what they seem. More than meets the eye, you might say. Transformers. Interesting. They might be performing a deceptive con of some kind. God fucking damn it. 
<laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and Florian's out. <laughs> Yeah, Florian, Florian explodes. Florian's yeah. rap Florian, on Olivia. No, Florian, Florian right. uh, sticks his hands between the elevator doors and just pries them apart and then jumps down the elevator shaft. Oh no, that's space. That's space. Yeah. Straight oh, to the good. vacuum. Even yeah. better. Uh, just to double check the, the Arch Proctor's name, Jalvin Frost, is that correct? Nope. Nope. nope that is I don't know who that is. Proctor of the our ship. The, the ship. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you weren't even aware that there was an Arch Proctor of the Cole Foundation. That's right. As far the as the public is concerned, the Cole Foundation has proctors, which are like team leaders, but there isn't necessarily there is like a board of trustees, but there isn't necessarily a an Arch Proctor. But Brother Hune will say and it is the Arch-Proctor's meddling in sending you that has complicated this scenario. I mean, we can go back. Can you? He will say and look at you seriously. I mean, we can go to a different planet. We don't have to be here. I think he means our meddling in this general situation, not specifically this planet. Correct. No, I get that. I'm just trying to figure out what our being here is is doing. That is also my question. In searching for the children of Aetir, becoming involved in this situation, you preclude the involvement of other factions by the Arch Proctor's own admission in knowing about this situation. It stops others from acting. Why Perhaps would the well, are you at liberty to say others? I am not. Perhaps something that rhymes with hegemony. Well, the hegemony is like who sent uh, us here. Yeah, so they're yeah. definitely involved. Yeah. yeah, that complicates matters much further. I was not aware of this fact. Yeah, you can't, 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 can't share that info to everybody. You can't yeah. ask that info I can't share that anything. I said it rhymed with hegemony. That doesn't mean yeah. it's anything. And also, I ain't loyal to them, so I can tell people whatever I fucking want. Yeah, cool, great, thanks. Teamwork, yep, synergy. Synergy. Hmm. If the hegemony is involved in this scenario, and hunting for this group as well, then, well, I appreciate that information. Things may have become far more entangled had we not known this. Could have been anybody, I'm just saying. He will look at you seriously, Florian, and say, thank you. Yeah, I... And turn to you, Amari, it would be... oh. and say, and I apologize if this breaks any oaths you might have taken. Mm -hmm. Not your fault. Yes. Was it mine? <laughs> oh. Well, it kind of snowballed. It started with rhyming with hegemony, <laughs> and then it kind of just took off from there oh, off the ski team, slope. A, yeah. a team effort. High five, yeah. Oswald. Synergy. He jumps up four feet <laughs> to just high five. Misses because he's still tanked. He's still <laughs> a foot too short. <laughs> I love Oswald. But yes, given that circumstance and that previously interested parties can no longer handle this situation due to the exposure that it might garner, I felt it was best that you 
who seem to be at the edge of this scenario know a bit more of what you seek. I would help. What the children of Aetir do, perhaps they do in the name of political statement, but they meddle with powers they cannot understand. How do you mean that? They're meddling with powers as in they're attempting to utilize powers, or their meddling interferes with some powerful entities? Possibly both. Mm. More than likely, simply the former. It would take much more research and access to establish the latter. Okay. So, do you or your interested parties know what they're actually after? We think they discovered something. Something that might have best remained buried. On Rafas, the first world they struck in recent days, leastways. Before then, their actions were those of, well, localities seemed to handle them well enough. But since Rafas, they have made something of a stir, as you have been made aware. We believe they have come into position of some amount of God's tech. The nature of this technology <laughs> remains to be seen, but it should be understood that whatever they seek is destructive in nature. God's tech abused in such a way can be dangerous to those it is used against and to those who wish to use it. So, uh, this arch-proctor, seeing as we find ourselves here on this planet, uh, what would they wish us to do? Step out of the way, allow other forces to intervene, or look into things? I believe you had your own dealings with the arch-proctor's agent. If he did not make his wishes known to you, that is his business. Yes. I can only speak for mm, other interested parties. Well, do you do you have any info on where they might be headed next? Or any recent sighting of them? The you, children, that is. You know of the most recent sighting. I believe that is why this was brought to your attention. Yeah. Though... That action grows less recent by the day. Where they may strike next, I know not. We know they found something at Rafas. And their actions thereafter, well, they seem to be on a path of some kind. Others of my acquaintance were attempting to investigate when they learned of the Cole Foundation's involvement. What exactly? Would the involvement of an aid foundation ward off whoever you're representing? That is a complicated question. Is there any part of it you can answer? It is not the Cole Foundation specifically that warrants interested parties backing away. It is the involvement of any organization. Any interaction, any 
cross-contamination that might occur. It is better to be absent than to become entangled. Even my being here will be frowned upon, but I do truly think that you are trying to help. The Archproctor has always had an eye for those who ultimately can do good. Orin will kind of, yeah, like sh shrug one shoulder. Um, quick follow-up question. Uh, this god's tech, which was found, uh, you say it was uncovered. Is there any more information on specifically it was uncovered in an archaeological dig? It was uncovered in some sort of, uh, ooh, I don't know, came from a moon, I know that. Perhaps a base on this moon. Rafas, you said. We presume that it was discovered by the miners on Rafas, yes. Mm. I do not think there was any archaeological work being done. Simple industry uncovered it by chance. And when a band of raiders stumbled across it by an equal amount of chance, fortune has a way of putting these things in motion. Mm-hmm. At least we hope it is chance. If they had some foreknowledge of where to find this, well, that speaks of an even deeper issue that warrants investigation. Has there been any documentation on the use of this god's tech? There is god's tech all over the galaxy, my friend. Well, I mean, this particular uh, find... We do not know the nature of the technology they procured. We were not able to investigate in a timely fashion. Yes. We simply well, though, knew that it was there. The miners on Rafas who found it, are there any still alive who might be able to answer some questions? Most likely. Huh. Well, then perhaps that's not a bad place to look into. You will do as you see fit. Yes. And the elevator is reaching its destination at about this time. Find the lift slowing. So if you have any last comments or questions for Brother Hewn, now might be the time. Hmm. Can't think of anything that's not yeah. a stupid joke, so... You know. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like, what is your favorite color? What is your quest? How much do you deadlift, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you lift, bro? Orange. Establishing peace. And 475 kilograms. Yo, That's... holy shit. Wait. Uh, he like, yoked. More than... Wait, is that a lot? Wait, no. Shay would know if that's a lot. I don't know if that's a lot. Is that a lot? Seems like it's a it. bit. Okay. Yeah. So that's a bit, yeah. Okay. It's more than two hours. Skinny ripped. I know that. <laughs> You will do as you see fit. And those I speak for will not be involved in this effort going forward. I felt it necessary that you should not walk blindly into this, though. Appreciate it. And know that my offer still stands, Florian, if you should ever require sanctuary. Finding one of the abbeys and requesting me by name might do you good. If it comes up. 
Yeah. And the elevator doors will open. And Brother Hewn will turn and walk out. And you see that there are other people waiting to get into the lift. Is this our stop as well? Yeah. Or no. Oh, I mean, I guess we should get out so people can get in. But you know, as you start yeah. pushing your way out, as people are already filtering in, you sort of lose track of Brother Hewn. It's not a polite place. God, rude. Also, it's a big lift. Did you get Batmaned? A little bit. Cool. And as you come out onto the middle ring, you glance around, and while there might be one or two other orcs about, Brother Hewn is nowhere to be seen. Well, that was unsettling, but altogether fairly helpful. If it helps Amari, I don't think... He probably won't do anything that'll get you directly into trouble. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like he's one to uh, let things slip. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we'll be sure to keep a, a better wrap on that in the future. Might I appreciate it. So, Oracle Zero, where are you headed? Let's bust down that Baron's door. What's up, yeah. fucker? We're here. Yeah. All right. You have the pleasure of meeting us. It's... <laughs> Security team will probably. <laughs> the problem with that, but yeah, let's do it. Let's Fuck go. That. We got a wizard. We got gravity magic. Oswald knows things. You got a knife, and I do have I'll a watch. Big ass knife. Yeah. We got every. We got it all. Yeah. What more do we need? Powerhouse. You were given directions to the mayor's offices. Mm-hmm. Heading in that direction, you can see that there is a bustle of this particular level seems to be dedicated to both heavy industry and finance. It's a weird combination that sort of strikes you as odd, but it becomes less odd when you realize that the most valuable machinery is being kept here, and so is the money. And then it starts kind of clicking. It's just like, okay, everything of value is kept on this ring for better or for worse. And that includes the Baron's offices. When you approach that sector, you see that it is still under construction. There are big, jagged wounds in the side of this ring that allow you to see out into space. And the only thing stopping explosive decompression from killing you all is semi-transparent screens of energy that have been placed up and secured over the hull of the ship here, or the space station, I should say. The wounds in the space station, do they have any distinct looks to them that we can see as we've walked by? Like, was this done from, like, uh, some sort of laser or, like, clamped with, like, a fist and ripped out? Or, yeah. Is there anything we can do to kind of those of Look you at that who as are, by. those of you who are veterans of the the shattering, and by that I mean Amari. Oh, I was going to say Oswald. You've seen hull damage like this before. Usually, it's from the outside going in, not the other way around. But mm-hmm. the distinct burn patterns and shredding lines of a shard launcher mounted onto the heavy rear of a seraph class mech is not something you forget in a hurry <laughs> pretty good exit strategy trouble. if that's the way they got out of this space station it sure as hell was the quick way i don't hmm yeah 
I mean, that, yes, that could work. I don't know. Seraph wouldn't fit into the space station in, like, in this area, would it? It would. There's lots of heavy, there's heavy machinery in here. Okay. Trying to figure out the scale of everything. Yeah, the ceilings here are probably about 50 feet high. And oh, okay. The corridors here are wide enough for, like, heavy machinery to drive around on. Cool. At least make their way to a larger cargo lift to be transported to a ship somewhere else. Okay. But that is certainly a strategy that would not be encouraged in any military, but you've heard enough stories to know that, like, very daring mech suit pilots during the war maybe got into situations where something like this wasn't necessary in the past. You've heard of Raptor pilots causing explosive decompression inside enemy vessels that they've boarded like sappers and then finding themselves out in the vacuum of space only to be picked up because their comm buoy went off for long enough. Stuff like that happened during the war. Usually it wasn't against civilian targets, though. I like how you, you threw the usually in there. And that's that's fun. That's a fun thing. War, war is war. War never changes. War constantly changes. No, Mike. See, I was doing a Fallout reference, and you killed it. Okay. And while I normally would agree with Ron Perlman in most things, in this particular instance, war is an ever evolving Ouroboros of nasty. <laughs> I suppose the basic concept of war doesn't change all that much. Put the pointy end in the other man. Um, I've seen Masuo Zoro. Mm. <laughs> cool. Glad to know we're dealing with that at some point. Fuck. But yes, you find your way to the Baron's offices. It is kind of in the nerve center of this place. Do we get, like, stopped and... You see that there are security forces on the street here. No one's stopping necessarily anyone, but there's definitely eyeballs on you. I'm just yeah, going to bust mean... in. You cool. can see that the offices here, people are going in and out of. There are distinctly two ogres standing outside, both of which are not so subtly wielding what appear to be miniature shard launchers, large combat ordnance. Love it. We brought uh, stun grenades, correct? No, we d I don't think we did. What? First of all, it was probably not a good idea to throw a stun grenade at these guys. Just a, just a way to make an entrance is all I'm saying. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how I enter every building. Just flashbang. And yeah. then I hop in. It appears as though the, the Baron has hired some... Very expensive professionals. You know that ogre war mercs are tippity-toppity. Like, you don't just go renting out ogre war mercs. Like, that's a, there's a whole process of buying out an ogre's contract that has to happen. So to hire two of them to stand outside your front door, this person means business. Is there, like, a receptionist desk? Yeah, if you go inside. Yeah. Great. Yeah, the two ogres kind of eyeball you as you come in, but no one says anything necessarily because they're eyeballing literally everybody. And there's plenty yeah. of people coming to and from this place. The Baron's offices might be giving you the idea that this is just the office of a single individual. But what you're actually walking into is more like a city hall. 
there is a reception desk because there is apparently a lot of different offices in this building that belong to the staff of the Baron. So whether or not the Baron is actually here, you don't know. But there's a lot of official business being done in this building. That makes sense. But yes, there is absolutely a reception desk. Is there like a bell on the desk that we can ring? No, sure but there all... is a receptionist sitting behind the desk who looks what up expectantly I... as you approach. What if I ring the bell anyways? Be that person. It's fun. Like I said, there is not a bell. It's, it's fine. But the receptionist appears to be an elf of indeterminate age. He is most likely unclanned, unless there's a hidden clan of elves somewhere in this place. Which It's happened before. It has happened before. But when he uh, looks up and says, how can I help you? The personal pronoun tips it off pretty quick. Yeah. I kind of nudge Amari. You got this. Yeah. We're uh, members of the cultivation. We were brought here to, I guess, help assist with your current uh, situation. Points, like, behind him uh, towards the, like, construction. Right. Coal mm-hmm. foundation. And the elf will kind of glance down at a holograph holographic display that's projected on the desk down in front of them and he'll kind of like scroll down a little bit coal foundation coal foundation no i'm not seeing any yeah we don't have a meeting yet oh i see yeah um well we could probably schedule in for and you see him scrolling 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 um how does the 15th of three phases from now sound. Well, that normally would be lovely. I think we're on a bit of a, a tighter schedule than that. Oh, my sincerest apologies. Hmm. Uh, well, is there anything else I can help you with? <laughs> and that's specifically to meet with the Baron, or is that to meet with literally anybody? You did say the Baron. Oh, well, who would be the next best person who would be available sooner than three cycles from now? I don't know in regards to what you wish to speak with anyone, so I do not know how to answer that question. Huh. We're here to help with the uh, the recent uh, explosion, the uh, assault. And the space yes, excellent. Was, uh... Are you attempting to help with reconstruction efforts? Are you attempting to help with reestablishing a security perimeter? Are you helping, hoping to help with the reallocation of resources that were lost during the attack? I need to know these things if I'm trying to send you to the, what was it you said, a second best person? Yes. Uh, potential apprehension of the culprits and uh, recovery of assets that may have been lost. Well, we could get you into a meeting with Marshal Forsyth has an opening this afternoon, if you're available. Uh, I know we've got a pretty busy schedule, but uh, oh, yes, it let should me check. work. Hold on mm-hmm. just a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, we can fit it in. No, no. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Oswald. Mm, of course, yes. Around... in character. Florian has his hand, his head in his hand. It's like, oh my god. 1900 work for you? Should be perfect. Oh yes, yes. You know that's in a couple of hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very well. Uh, the marshal will 
see you at his offices, then the meeting shouldn't take any longer than 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Suppose that's up to him, yes. Uh, we like to be efficient, uh, so yeah, 15 uh, should be plenty of time. Very good. It's, it's going to take longer than that in podcast time. <laughs> I'm no budgeting way. 20 minutes for it. <laughs> well, I will send that memo along to the marshal's office then. Excellent. Uh, where is the marshal? Should we just... Uh, where should we go to, to, to meet with him? That would be at Central Security, just across the ring. Excellent. Well, thank you. And you are... Busy. Just so we can... Busy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unusual yeah. name. I am Oswald Octavian Theophilus <laughs> III. See, uh, that's quite why normal. I was going to wait for him to do the introductions. But yeah, get that out of the way. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. And you as well. God, is this me? Is this... Did you put me in this universe? Because <laughs> that's how I talk to people at my job. Just, it sounds like I'm being facetious, but I'm I know the, Don't hire the worries me. of customer service. <laughs> know them all too well. Mm-hmm. So you have a meeting with the local marshal. Are you doing anything in particular in the meantime, or just farting around the station for a couple of hours. Well, we should go check out the site if we have a couple hours. Okay. Maybe talk to a few of the locals. See if yeah. we can surmise. Okay. The site is pretty heavily cordoned off by both security and construction workers. They don't want to let anybody close to the gaping hole in the side of the station. That's fair. But from a distance, you could get a pretty good look at it. And it looks as though the whatever happened here tore a big chunk out of the ring of this layer of the space station and took a couple of warehouses with it. Even now, you can see that there is some floating debris out in space um, that is kind of keeping track with the space station kind of orbiting it because it was ejected at a rate at which the space station was spinning, so it has kept a partial orbit around it. How... Oh, go ahead, Olivia. I was going to say, is there any sort of... um, Have people set up any any sort of, like, memorial site? There isn't anything so much in the way of a memorial. What you see is... Effigies, I guess, is the word for it. Uh, carvings, statues. It, it, if it's a memorial, it's one unlike one you've ever seen before. It looks as though it's a massive salt crystal that has been carved in such a way to have some symbols on it and kind of be in the vaguest form of a of a person, you know, like those little shrine statues you see in anime all the time. They're just like little people that are just like tucked into ferns and whatnot. And like, you see them along the the paths leading up to certain temples and whatnot. No. (laughs) Easter Island ish in their, their vagueness of human features, but also where a face would be. There's just a symbol carved. Are there people there? There's no mourners or anything. People are passing by it uh, quite often. Okay. 
Is there any like on on the local metanet uh, or even on the archive? Is there any like recording, like video recording of the event? Uh, somebody. This is some faces of death to... shit you're trying to look up. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, there. I mean, I'm thinking like for months and months and months after after nine eleven, like sure. just footage on the news, just yeah. constantly. Give me an Aether Tech roll. Sure. I think is the appropriate uh, skill here. Yeah. 8d6. We'll do. And, you know, I guess I could go with... Uh, I'll, I'll use my mastermind trait, and I'll, I'll, I'll brain blast this hmm. and spend an experience point to double that up. Perfect. Okay. Uh, ooh. Uh, that would be a 21. So I'm okay. furiously scrolling through. Yeah, then... you do. You find several videos, actually. Mostly mm-hmm. it is distant stuff yeah. of like, because when explosive decompression goes off, anyone who's nearby when that went off probably yeah. didn't live long enough to upload a video online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's plenty of videos of people on different layers of this station as the emergency lights started blaring and people started panicking there what you see mostly is videos of people capturing images from either layers above or below this one showing stuff being shot out into space from the middle ring so from above or below they saw the the explosions happen and people and stuff getting sucked out into space it's not pleasant yeah. More there... importantly, there is video that is captured of the group of individuals that got sucked out into space and then continued moving. Yeah, with a 21, you would definitely find at least one video of the group that seems to have gotten away with this incident, literally, because they left the station via this decompression and tear in the ship all of them adorned in different variants of tactical battle armor that is space worthy one of which is this massive war machine of a mech Mm -hmm. with golden filigree along different parts of it that has been tarnished around the edges to black as though it hasn't seen much care despite its function. And it has this enormous gun mounted over one of its shoulders that you would be able to identify as a heavy ordnance shard launcher. It is a weapon that fires a charged sliver of athite at something, and then that sliver of crystal explodes in shards. That's why it's called a shard launcher. Mm -hmm. It is... One of those weapons in war that people for ever and a day have tried to get banned, but it's too good at killing people. And you see that there is that large mech, a couple of slightly smaller ones, and five individuals in what is like personally sealed armor, what you would know is called a raptor suit. For image, think like Spartan or like Master Chief kind of just like full combat armor helmet. The whole deal. Yeah. Fuck, if we're dealing with Spartans, we're fucked. 
<laughs> the medium-sized mechs are more along the line of the the lifter from aliens kind of exosuit type stuff and the large mech is probably along the same lines in fact maybe a little bit heavier of a build than tux this motherfucker's got upgrades um black like, market oh, upgrades horseshit you were uh, you mentioned that tux like, doesn't have any siege weapons on him yeah that's true, true. yet yet uh, you... We're an aid foundation. Here's the siege weapon to protect you. <laughs> I need oh, nice. no, uh, protection <laughs> siege weapon. Hey, does the coal foundation have uh, landmines and depth charges? Just uh, nope. No. Okay. It's just weird. Sure. You know, for safety. Yeah. Exactly. Remember the weapons I was just talking about trying to get banned. <laughs> yeah, maybe some of that shit. Base lasers. Who knows. Oh, everyone's got space lasers. I guess that's true. People shoot. You mentioned that like a a bunch of stuff obviously got jettisoned out into the vacuum of space. Did it look like this group was taking anything with them, or is it they just created this carnage and then just left? Really tough to tell. The video is very shaky. It's not very good quality. That's absolutely fair um but this is already good information yeah so. this is this is not security footage by any means this right. is somebody from a bad angle taking a personal video of something right yeah okay cool cool if you wanted to try to find the original video and get it cleaned up somehow that's certainly possible there's certainly a very quick way to get that done mm. well it's a video on the internet and there's one thing you can do on the metanet to find the source of things. And that's dive straight in, baby. True. Let me go in the metanet. Put me in coach. <laughs> it goes so well every time. I mean, we really haven't done it enough, I think. Yeah, that's Basically what I'm saying. It's gone so well every time. Yeah. We're due for we're due for something to get fucked up though at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. lots of ways for things to get fucked up. It doesn't have to be through the MetaNet. This is true. Okay. Uh, is there anything else we want to do in the meantime? Go uh, ask p random people questions. Not random people, but... I only want to talk to the people that have answers to my questions. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. like... <laughs> gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. Just that easy. Uh, so... It's just... I, I guess, like, if... If one were to canvas enough people, could we determine at least like what what was right there? Do you want to do that? Well, it depends on how much time we have. To a couple spend. hours. Yeah, Just a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, finding so videos online not... wouldn't have taken that long. No. no. Yeah, can I ask in a way that's not like an asshole way to ask that question? I think that's going to intend. Ent depend entirely on the influence role you give me here. Well, I'll throw some aether on there to not be a dick <laughs> about this. I, I like how you have to spend your magic points to not be an asshole. <laughs> it's a Harder good system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I wish I could do that uh -huh. in real life. <laughs> Magically What's, not uh... be an asshole. <laughs> What, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing this is like a like a kind of tricky situation. How 
how tricky would would you say on a scale of like 10 to well i'll say this much if you roll anything below a 10 you're going full billy on the street okay well i'm not gonna do that (laughs) that would be bad i just i I rolled a 15 and i want to know if i need to throw some void dice on there or take the hit you're not failing that would be if you roll below a 10 depending on what you rolled the better you roll the more information you might receive so absolutely throw some void dice on there if you want just oodles of information i don't i just want to know what was there okay with a 15 you would learn that there was some industrial equipment there the people you talked to wouldn't know what kind orphanage building supplies <laughs> I thought you were gonna say an orphanage. I was like, Reed, that's dark. no. He already said like, that it, it was industrial equipment. I don't know of an industrial orphanage. Well, it's not the wait, wait, like, wait. This is a cyberpunk. Yeah, this is a cyberpunk dystopia, though. So there could be children it working on that heavy industrial it, equipment. <laughs> it wouldn't be up here on the fancy place. They'd be down on the planet. Yeah, that's they true use all the children fair. for mining yeah. salt. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is, else, if anything, adults don't want to see children. Those little little crevices, mm-hmm. tiny baby hands. Get them down those salt cracks and just you know scrape them up and down by their legs. Gets all yeah. the salt oh, out man. of there. Hell yeah, the I love Snowpiercer. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was gonna say this is like Mistborn, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Thirty Rock. Why not both? <laughs> All three are dystopian nightmares of some form or another. Well, everyone knows that 30 Rock is just the the prequel to Snowpiercer. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's a well-known fact. But yes, that is what you learn. That was was my idea. (laughs) Billy on the street. (laughs) Lesbians. Let's go lesbians. (laughs) It's more like Construction workers! Construction workers! What used to be here? <laughs> I think I, I I would like to go over the footage with Oswald, especially if Oswald notes the the specifics that he he's able to see. Mm-hmm. I want okay. to see what sort of armaments there we're potentially dealing with. Can I send Amari a link mm-hmm. to the video? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, great. Nice. Cool. Okay. That sounds to me like a knowledge roll. Or okay. maybe, I don't know, whatever you can justify. Now, because I'm giving him this footage, am I assisting him in this knowledge roll? Are you? I, I could be. I don't know. I, I don't think the act of, hey, could you, you look at this for me is enough to actually participate I mean, in helping. Yeah, yeah that's true. Could he say enhance? <laughs> Nothing is stopping him from saying that, no. Okay. <laughs> Section B5. Zoom in. Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. Yes. Okay. So let's see here. I can I can I say maybe not knowledge, but perception to kind of really look and, and notice things of the video? Um, seems like a reasonable stretch. Great, cool, because that gets me a d6 rather mm-hmm, than a mm-hmm, d4. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this is cleverly. Yeah. Er, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds so, perfectly acceptable. Eight. Excellent. Oh shit. Uh, nine. It's too grainy. We didn't enhance it. Uh, t- you gonna take the failure here? <sighs> I mean, get that EXP. So. Yeah, I guess I am. I it's like I don't know. I don't know what going over the this right now is super going to help. Uh, we might be able to get, void die on. We might be able to get information uh, from meeting Marshall Forsyth. So, yeah. Okay. So take the failure. Take an yeah. XP. I'll take the failure. Thank y'all. Read with an early lead. <laughs> yeah, and the race is off. <laughs> Somehow, Elliot will always catch up. <laughs> Come on, coach, put me into the meta net. <laughs> I want some XP. <laughs> Plug me in. There's a, like a local terminal into like a, a space heater. Just put me in. Takes more than a space heater to go meta diving, but yeah. Two space heaters. Two space heaters. Oh, shit. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mike. I don't mean like a small room space. I'm talking about like a the space, space. like the vacuum yeah. space heater. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, isn't like that just a the sun? universe? Oh, yeah, this is also a sun. Two space heaters. It's a binary system, and those are quite common, actually. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying there's a chance. Cool. All right. Cool. That's all I need. Can't decide if those are efficient space heaters, like vacuum of space heaters, or really inefficient. Depends which planet you're on. It's true. It's also hard because it's constantly expanding. Mm. So, anything else you want to do? You've probably got an hour left before your meeting, after all that talking to folks and staring at stuff. If not, that's perfectly fine. Can we get a coffee into Oswald so Ab- he's not absolutely drunk Just anymore? Sobering up Oswald. I, that, <laughs> well, yeah, coffee, I don't know. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I, coffee is interesting. I, perhaps more of that. Um, mm, mm, uh, Amari, the uh, the uh, Vorpal shit. stem. Vorpal. I was going to say yes. bite a stem, but that sounds. Like I mean, coffee's fine in a pinch, but. Uh, Vorpal's stim is much more effective at keeping me awake for however many hours I need to be awake. For. Do you want the uh, the Vorpal stim like in a can, or do you want the the EpiPen straight to the like the neck? Oh, fucking well, heroin I do... needle! <laughs> I do no, it's an EpiPen. I do love the flavor. Let's stick with the beverage. For now, okay. what? It, oh. it literally tastes like melted plastic. What? It's, a, it's an acquired taste. I, I didn't enjoy it when I first tried it back. <laughs> it's kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. You like get it used says to it on the can, snicker snack, and now you're back. Vorpal stick. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. It also says for That's you to plug good. your nose while you drink it. <laughs> That's true. That's in the small print on the back of the can. And there's a very lengthy, uh, like, disclaimer mm. about yes. who should and should not drink it and it's, the times you should drink it and how much you should drink it. And There's a body weight requirement to drink. Yeah. Is it, it also says keep away from open flame. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. It has it has the, like, things that, that uh, cigarette packs have <laughs> on them in different, country, in different uh-huh. countries where it, like, shows yeah. you the effect of drinking it on your like liver and yeah it has that little eye 
<laughs> makes you drowsy, but everybody just thinks it's like a wink. <laughs> ah, that picture of a liver, that's mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so proud that I got my picture too. on the cam. Yes, that's how I got up to third place. No, that's not. <laughs> okay, so you sober up Oswald a little bit, and by the time mm. you're done, it is about time for your meeting. Finding the security offices here on the Central Ring is easy enough, because it is where all the cops are hanging out. Ugh. Never mind. Never specifically. security offices themselves are... Seemingly the manpower here has been beefed up somewhat by, let us say, enthusiastically tactical individuals. And by that I mean mercenaries, which are notable for their lack of decorum, but exceeding excess of firearms. And vests with straps and bandoliers with so many pouches, just... So, so, so many pouches. We're in a goddamn Rob Liefeld drawing for pouches over uh, here. So, uh, so this is maybe not something that I would be able to pick up, but maybe Amari would. Are these guys, like, l- like legit? Or does this seem like militiamen style, like, I'm tough. tough? Or are they, like, actual... These individuals appear to be professional soldiers mercenary work in the dragon's wake is a legitimate job mostly it is done by ex-soldiers or those of a professional soldiering bent there are whole mercenary companies that make their claim on being professional well-groomed and exceedingly capable fighting individuals so we got a lot of bowler punching assholes in here there may be a Chris Redfield or two amongst these numbers. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's fine. We'll be safe. From boulders. From, From boulders. Yeah. Uh, I, I will posit that most of the people who are around Chris Redfield are very rarely Just safe. <laughs> not very safe individuals at the end of things. Yeah. yeah. Very few Leon S. Kennedys in attendance here unfortunately (laughs) this group got no class but there is a uh, a a group you can see that is kind of taking point on security detail here and there is an individual midrian short cropped legion style hair chomping a cigar kind of wandering around uh giving pointers to uh, what appears to be his mercenary company. That is the vast majority of the ones you see here. And yeah, it's, I mean, you can walk right into this place. There are less people coming to and from the security offices, but there are still people coming to and from maybe scurrying a little bit faster past all the individuals with guns. Yeah, that's fair. I don't see any reason to not just go right in. Okay. Yep. strolls straight in the individual with the cigar the possibly ex-legion military man will kind of 
clamp the cigar in two fingers and kind of just like raise an eyebrow at the motley group that you present walking into this place. And they don't have nearly enough guns to be walking in there. He doesn't recognize Amari, does he? Thanks for reminding me to let's play play America's favorite game show. Who recognizes Amari? That's me spinning a wheel. It's almost and the entire wheel is yes, except for one slice. Wheel of recognition. Turn, turn, turn. And this individual's eyes will settle on you, Amari. I'm sorry, Reed. God is us. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, this is more narratively interesting. Oh, kind of like lean back a little bit, his eyes squinting. Lean in a little bit, eyes still squinting. He's nearsighted. He can't see. He can't see. I walk faster. No. <laughs> and I mean, if you don't break stride, he's not going to say anything. But it seems like this dude knows who you are. I don't have time for his shit. Okay. I don't know him. And this dude seems professional enough that he's not going to make some kind of scene about it. But he just sticks cool, the cigar back in his that. mouth and just like kind of nods like, hell yeah. Cool. Great. Good and cool. Coming for you, Olivia. <laughs> roll, the, roll the 95. Well, okay. I mean, oh, no, shit. Yeah. He's met you personally. That's my brother. You just, you just don't brother. remember. One of your, That's one of your kids. kids. <laughs> What's your many children? Your Midrian child. How, how? He's adopted. He's still my kid, though. Yeah. Come on, Oswald. Shit. I adopted him as a 68-year-old. He's twice my age, but I adopted him. Please tell me they can. As you enter the security offices, you find a reception desk yet again, though this is being worked by a, a staff sergeant of some kind. There are individuals... Coming to and from this place, you see there are a lot of people in the waiting room here, and there are what appears to be holding cells off to the side. If you had to guess based on the clientele, you would say this is some form of drunk tank. Mm. Mm -hmm. High value business individuals getting sloshed and making a scene somewhere on the station need to be uh, dried out somewhere. And this appears to be business drunk. Business drunk doesn't count. It does when the property damage gets high enough. Um, But you walk up to the front desk and say you have an appointment because you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And yeah, you are led back to Marshall Forsyth's office. You find that Marshall Forsyth is, in fact, a fairly atypical ogre. Finding an ogre in a position like this is weird. Most ogres only do stuff for money, is kind of the stereotypical way of putting it. It's more complicated and cultural than that. It has to do with this capital C contract that many ogres have. There's this whole concept of buying oneself out of debt to one's parents uh, that must be observed in a lot of ogre culture. And that involves going into family trade or another trade of some kind. Uh, yeah. As Reed points around it, <laughs> the parents house he's still in. Um, you have to pay your way out of that. Emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm going to say like, aren't we all in emotional debt at least? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 
and mm-hmm. ogres put a value on that. Oh, mm-hmm. a financial. So like yeah. my family, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the decimal point. Ugh. Gross. So yeah. finding an ogre in a public service job like this is weird. Because you don't think the marshal of a space station would pay very well. Well, if the uh, mayor of uh, Baron, I don't know why I called him a different title than his actual title, is mm-hmm. weird, rich, war profiteer, it fucking might. It might, yeah. So that there are some explanations that might lend themselves to this position, yeah. but seeing an ogre as local law enforcement is odd. It's still strange, yeah. Yeah. The only other example you can think of off the top of your head is Jeffy, and your dear, dear ogre friend Jeff is a rare breed. You don't quite have his story, but you know that, like, something's going on there. Listen, king we... Among, a king amongst men. A king amongst men. Also, we apparently have a date coming up, so... Because clearly I have to actually show him my stupid flash animation so he knows I wasn't lying. <laughs> Absolutely. Who would lie about a flash animation? Though? That's my Especially question. this day and age. <laughs> Most people would be like, what is that? What are you talking about? So yes, Marshall Forsyth, as the name on the plate on the desk indicates, his full name is apparently Vensforth Forsyth. Full name. Those are at least two of his names. Cool names. So what? Hmm. Well then, uh, you are members of the Cole Foundation then, yes? That's right. Some sort of aid organization, I'm given to believe. Correct again. And my assistant tells me you're... Something about apprehending the bastards who did this to my station. Mm-hmm. You have my ears. Well, thank you for meeting with us. We appreciate your time. Um, yeah. Well, we won't take up too much of your time either. Our mission is to bring aid to Saram, and by extension, you know, its its main ports of trade, uh, being the space station. Given that uh, they cause so much damage and uh, uh, destruction. We're hoping we can uh, help you in some sort of capacity. Any help you could provide would be appreciated, though what little I know about the Cole Foundation, admittedly, doesn't lead me to believe that you would be, um, well, looking to mete out justice at the end of a gun, if you catch my meaning. Hmm. Uh, fortunately, we are a small team uh, looking to get work done, so to speak. It is also important to note that uh, while this group is uh, uh, active within this area, it is difficult for trade to continue, uh, and therefore uh, a large detriment um, to the local economies. Now, however we choose to proceed, uh, there are many options before us doesn't necessarily have to be behind the barrel of a gun, but uh, we... Yes. Well, anything we can do to pick commerce back up would be greatly appreciated, or else uh, Mm -hmm. Baron around these parts will be 
very displeased if you understand what I'm talking about. Completely. In order for us to uh, track down these individuals, we're hoping you'll be able to supply us with some information that's not readily accessible to the uh, the public at large. Well, that depends entirely on what you're asking after. If we're able to apprehend these individuals, uh, we're going to need as much information as possible. Uh, equipment, items, assets that were potentially taken, destroyed, uh, any information you have on their potential whereabouts, their motives, their interactions within the station would uh, be beneficial. That's definitely going to involve an influence role, if you understand what I'm saying. Some sort of large info dump. Can I I assist uh, with this by placing my hand over Oswald's beak for a second? (laughs) (laughs) Hold hold on. Uh, We also wish to assist by returning any items that uh, may Mm -hmm. have been taken, so knowing which items to look for to return might be important. And I would like to assist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is some sort of large, larger role than normal? Well, getting assistance from whoever is assisting in this can add their influence die to the role. Ah, great. Should do, do you want us to roll it individually? Or do you just want to roll everything? Uh, y'all can roll them. I, I roll bad, so okay. you, you might as well do it. <laughs> okay. And I'll say this role is going to be pretty incredible if he just divulged all of this information to the people who just set up people a meeting. who just set up a meeting are ostensibly from an aid foundation. But Amari was so like officious and exactly, and that's why this yeah. role is happening. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to be influence. <sighs> I want to, I, I like, I want it to be boldly. I mean, to lay all of our cards on the table. It's pretty bold to just come yeah. in and ask for all information on this. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. one okay. can make that argument. Cool, cool, cool. cool. And cool, cool, they'd cool. be fair Excellent. to do cool. so. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's grab me a D10. I got my D6. I am going to throw. <laughs> you rolled one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Great. Great. Throw two acre into this. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I hold off on said. rolling until everyone's ready to roll. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Or yeah. at least have a better poker face. But yeah, it's funny, Mike. It's I funny. Know. I'll throw two aether die into this. Oh, but that gives you uh, four knowledge about where to that's apply. True. That's very, very true. Aether yeah. die into the roll. That's very true. I could, I could roll it again. And not say. Nah, you're is. sticking with that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, I, I have uh, I have Daredevil, so when I spend one, I can spend one Aether die to double my tactics or talent die. I'm gonna double Ooh. my uh, talent, uh, or my, sorry, my tactics die to give me an extra D10. Okay. Cool. Okay. Nice. So let's see here. I got a D6, two D10, and uh, two Aether die, which are D8s, plus whatever I get these two Yahoos. And we're looking for a 25. I uh, should be getting that because I rolled really well. I mean, Ooh. my one probably is what put you over the edge. Put you over the edge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm at 31. Nice. Just four more oh, and shit. you'd have yourself a critical victory. Oh my goodness. Take him out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what, what, what did I get from you two? Because that's me on my own. Oh, okay. I got a one. So. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, 
I mean, so I I don't I don't know that I'm actually assisting with this role because my assistance was gonna be me shutting Oswald up, yeah, which didn't happen. Uh, okay. No. Right. Okay, so it's thirty-two, Mike. So just three more. Wow. No. Okay. <laughs> Not today, Mike. Not today. Get behind me. The marshal will kind of appraise you and say. It's the weirdest thing. I feel like I've seen you before somewhere. Uh, really? Must just be one of those faces, huh? I don't know. I've got a I've got a big family, so I don't know. You know, that's uh, true. It's very true. It's quite large to keep track of. I mean, technically, we're all twins, so. But. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it couldn't hurt, especially if you're looking to get some of that equipment back and return mm-hmm. to its proper owners, if you understand what I'm talking about. Of course. Yeah. Both, is... both times when you've done that, and I've looked around, it's been in character. Florian does not know what this guy is talking about. I sure hope he's not talking about slaves. These, uh, these yahoos, these children of Aether. um, Well, they wrecked us pretty good. I can see that. Mostly they they wrecked the joint. We were guessing they were looking at taking one of the secure demolitions buildings just down the way, but thankfully they didn't quite know where they were headed. We think they got turned around in the hardware area and ended up absconding, not with any kind of explosives, but, well... We think it's environmental equipment, pressure suits, pressure gauges, seals, stuff like that. Mm. Don't know why you'd need anything like that. Or I guess if you're looking at them funny, they might look like explosive devices, lots of tubing and wiring, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, The materials they absconded with, came directly from the area that's now destroyed? As far as we can tell, yeah, there's a lot of okay. equipment, mostly for ocean work. There's not much of that down on the surface, so we store most of the equipment up here until the tide season rolls around. Hmm. Sounds like we're going to Akalar next and completely avoiding the water planet. Yeah. <laughs> Cats don't like water. I mean, big cats um, don't oh. have water, but... This cat don't like water. No. But the big thing, thing we haven't really spread around all that much, is we think they might have had someone planet side hacking our systems while they were doing all of this. Mm. What makes you say that? There was some unauthorized access to the shipping logs, if you catch my meaning. Has anyone been able to refine that information? We've had our specialists comb it over. We think they were looking for specific shipping details. Not exactly sure about what. They took reams of data. Would you mind sharing that information with us, putting us in contact with those specific individuals? Individuals like our data specialists? Mm-hmm. Yes. Could do. Could do. 
Oh, like right now? No, not right now. I'm just, uh, just in general. You're a, you're a busy individual, so you well, yeah. Need to, well, yeah, need to take up your time with that at the moment. But yeah, I can get you a a calm wave to them. They might have a word or two for you. And Mike, you said the the shard launcher. Did it look like it was? Did you say it was looked like it was blown up from the inside out or outside in? Inside out. So inside out. Okay. Fire um, military ordnance from inside the station. Yeah. Do you have any idea how they managed to get all of that inside the station? We have some idea at this point. We know that they had landed planet side before making their way here. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what they were doing down there, though our investigations lead us to believe that they were creating anti-government sentiment upon the planet before they made their assault. It's unfortunate. Maybe they were recruiting from the local populace, but we don't have any clear indicators of anyone missing just yet. Mm. Investigations are still ongoing. Understandable. But we think they made it onto the station and used a cover to indicate that they were shipping large-scale farming equipment. Mm. Do you have records of those, uh, those communications? Oh, uh, yes, of course. You can pull them up on his desk console and you can see, yeah, there's some indication that they interacted with the, the shipping protocols here on the space station and they seem to indicate that they were a uh, an ag consortium out of a planet called Bounty. Okay. Do you know of anyone that had direct interaction with any of these individuals before? The incident happened. A few. Though they've all been detained and debriefed and released at this point. Any information? Any descriptions of the perpetrators? Or Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. We got a couple here. There's a few Midrian fellers that uh, seem to be... Kind of running things, we think. They uh, didn't have many things nice to say about the Baron or, well, anything really. Basic anarchist types, you know. Right. Kind of just like let it all burn type sentiment. (laughs) Whatever. Not very productive. I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I do. Olivia sits there just constantly looking off into the distance, shaking their head. I I don't know know what what he's saying. I don't. (laughs) But sometimes it's the things that people don't say that speak the loudest. Yes. What we do know is that we can confirm at least one of the individuals involved is an ex-Legion officer. Ex-Legion. Yeah. Interesting. We've forwarded the information on to any Connus Empire military contacts that we could scrape together, but uh, I doubt anyone will come looking. What uh, what makes you say ex-Legion? Well, he had a record for one. Was, let's see. He'll check his notes. Corporal... Prontus Machius, 
empire names. What can you do? Apparently served during the Shattering. Decorated war hero served on... Well, served on Minos, if you can believe it. Interesting. Hmm. But he's the only one we got a good vid of on security. And he'll pull up a pause, what looks like a, a vid still, of this individual. It's a large Midrian man. A little bit shaggier than regulation, but definitely of a legion cut of hair. He's got broad shoulders and peeking up from the view you can see, it's like from the back and his head is turned and you can clearly see the profile of his face, but you can see a tattoo poking up from the neck of his shirt. Mm -hmm. And the marshal will point at that and say, a lot of them legion types, they get this back tattoo thing going on. Different places you serve, different companies you serve in. Tattoos different on every single one of them. It's got a kind of pastiche to it. You can identify it if you know what you're looking for. Would we be able to get that information that's still from you? If you want a copy of it, you got a data cam? <laughs> I have the world's largest data cam with me that I requisitioned. <laughs> it's a block. No. Can I just have it? him send it to my data pad? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, sure thing. And he'll comment over to you. Appreciate it. Um, team, am I missing anything? Any information that might help us? I mean, uh, Orion's still trying to figure out what he's about. talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say, I'm just sort of uh, sitting pretty here. Oswald cracks open a drink. <laughs> In the middle oh my God. of the Marshall office. We just sobered you up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. I, I, I honestly can't think of anything off the top of my head that we might need to know. Obviously, yeah. I, are there any leads on uh, are there any leads on who this individual who may have been assisting them planet side could be? Uh, you said it's somebody, but oh well, like I said, we already detained and debriefed any individuals we thought might have been involved. Oh. Uh, a few local salt miners who had contact with them. Uh, they've had a rough go of it lately, and this certainly ain't helping. Um, and an out-of-character question, Mike, uh, that I actually meant to ask you before we started this episode. Uh, what was the order in which these planets were hit again? The order in which they were hit again was... Rafas was number one, right? Correct, Rafas. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was yeah. Saram, then Arlgev, then Akalar. Okay. As for, and they so they were active potentially at on, on other things, but they became a no like a really known quantity upon their visit to Rafas. Is that my understanding? That's what Brother Hewn told you. Okay. Apparently, they were an active group before that, but it's only in the last few months that they have hit bigger and bigger targets. Okay. Though Akalar is definitely the weird one of that group because it is not a target necessarily. Yeah. I would anyone go there? Because it's reasons. My, it's my and, question. <laughs> and Mike, you said that Arlgev has already been hit by them. Mm -hmm. They've already mm -hmm. what what 
what are the details around that incident? Obviously, they grab some equipment that might be helpful for going um, to that planet. You don't know the specific specifics. You know the broad details of what happened there. Yeah. There was. I guess you'd probably have to talk to somebody there in order to get more detailed information. Seems like, yeah, yeah. You know that one of their primary floating cities on that planet that serves as a trade hub for the uh, the algae farms there was attacked. So yeah, you have a mining operation. Well, two mining operations technically, but the trade hub above a mining operation, an actual mining operation, and the trade hub of an agricultural operation all hit within the span of a couple of months and then Akalar. so that's that's the odd one out it certainly is but the marshal will say if you you're wanting a list of folks they interacted with down on the planet i could give it to you if you wanted but i don't know how much good it'll do you i mean if you already determined that none of them are actually involved we don't think so no, I, I mean, unless I, anybody I else has anything. anything. Yeah. No. All right. Well, if you manage to find anything or any of our missing equipment, please send me a calm. Be a feather in my cap, if you know what I mean. Will do. We appreciate your time, and thank you. Strange place for a feather, but... Uh... Is he wearing a hat? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a figure of speech. Would you... What does that mean? Would you like one? Oh, uh, no, that was a metaphor. Oh, well, that's good. This is my favorite one. Puts it in a bag. Uh, all right, then. Why do you like this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is my favorite. And you see yourselves out. I think that went pretty well. Yes, well done, Amari. Well done. Thanks. Yeah. Weirdly so, enough, didn't go poorly. Yeah. Kind of thought it would. Uh, what what next? Um, On your way seems... out. Oh, yes. Amari. Fuck. Hmm? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I wanted him to be gone. <laughs> nah. The Midrian man with the cigar will stride up to you, bold as brass, as you're coming out of the building. Take the cigar out of his mouth and go, Hey! You're Amari, huh? That would be me, yeah. Yeah, I saw that video of you um, fighting, yeah? Pretty good. What would you think? Not huh? bad. Thank you. Not bad. Not bad. And you are? I'd be uh, Red Bartlett. These are Red Bartlett. Bartlett's dogs and my boys. Nice to meet you. Go for like a handshake. <laughs> And he'll clasp hands. Cuts. Oh my gosh, Mike. That that one was just for me, and I appreciate it. What brings you uh, around these parts? Uh, with the Cole Foundation now, providing <coughs> security. Cole Foundation, huh? That's uh, mm-hmm. some of them peaceniks, yeah? Yeah. <sighs> you know, there's cleaner air over there. <laughs> yeah, you see, these ones, they don't like me smoking sometimes, so they'll cough real loud, thinking that I will start caring all of a sudden. 
Hey, respect. Good. Listen, rent a cup. What do you want? Oh, uh, me? No, I'm just showing appreciation for your boy here. Thank you. Damn good soldier, yeah, this and... one. Yeah. Well, uh, we need to be on our way. It was really nice meeting you, and good luck to your entire team. Ah, yeah. Thanks. No problem. You, uh, take care of yourself. Will do. You as well. Okay, that time he just blew it straight in our faces. Like, that was just... Fuck, it's hey. just like... It's, I, I mean, not point. mine. It smoked rice. Oh, uh, no, it, yeah. But no. <laughs> it went way over you. He couldn't blow it down hard enough to reach to you. <laughs> As many things, it went well over my head. Um, yeah. Red Bartlett and his dogs let you pass. God. Do you have any Aether tech on him? All of his weapons. How many? Let's see. He's got the assault rifle, two large handguns on either thigh. He has what appears to be an etherically charged hand axe on the small of his back. He has what appears to be several large grenades strapped to the front of his chest, mm -hmm. as well as a what appears to be a very small handgun tucked into his boot. What's the over-under, you think, on there being another wizard in here that could tell if I just completely leeched all this dude's shit? You have no idea. I don't have any idea. How many elves I... are in here? In Well, anybody can be a wizard. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. You don't know is the answer to that mm. question. For all you know, Red Bartlett is a wizard. Ugh. Is Axel That would a be very funny. <laughs> You're pretty sure when Axel Armadito I... is not a wizard. Okay. No. I know he's been referred to as a gun mage. Mage and wizard well, are two mage... separate distinctions. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, I know that, but like, why? Yeah. all he has to do is, he just, as long as he's got XP, he can buy that. He can buy that trade. Los dos, yeah. um, Though, we've actually kind of established that you can't just buy that trait, right? Yeah. Kind of needs but to be what a good if he story does? reason. He's, I mean, he's but Axel the good Amandito. story writes exactly. Awesome. Like, oh, why am I beefing up Axel Amandito? I what, don't know. What, what are you I? doing? Fuck, what is this? Um, in the upside down now. <laughs> when do I get to tell if other people are wizards? When you try hard enough. It's a handshake. Oh, man. When you Trying reach out and touch somebody. Via handshake. I mean, a theoric handshake, but yeah. yeah. The mind handshake. Like, secretly. <laughs> secretly? Well, I, I think boosting your etheric senses via some kind of specialization, like say, oh, I don't know, perception, and then specialize in etheric perception or something along those lines would probably be a good yeah. baseline starting point. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. That's Have my it. new goal. So that I can <laughs> secretly... So that I can secretly find out if anyone else in the room is a wizard and then Aether Leech off of shitty dudes like this. <laughs> it's uh, good to have RPG goals. A noble <laughs> goal. <laughs> well, you'll spend your next 36 experience yes. on. Yeah. Worth. For now, I'll just like flip him the bird when he's like walking away. And he'll give you a big thumbs up over his shoulder. It's, uh, it's rare. Traditional ogre greeting. That it's, that's what that is. Yeah. Hobgoblins, idiot. There's no hobgoblins in the setting, are there? Nope. They're oh, yeah. all dead. 
but I know the history. I went to school. <laughs> that would be some deep lore. Um, actually, it's commonly oh. believed to be an ogre greeting, but it's actually from ancient it's hobgoblin ritual. Ancient I want hobgoblin. that voice coming out of Florian. Um, actually, if you knew, ogre society developed off of the back of the ruins of hobgoblin society. So, kind of so, is both. It's both. <laughs> but it was originally hobgoblin, which you didn't even know because you didn't go to fucking wizard shitty wizard prep school <laughs> like i did like i was forced to <laughs> i need to call my therapist no Most i don't say phone rings. <laughs> worst therapist all right so you leave and oracle zero what is your next destination i mean i don't want to necessarily just like hey they went to the water planet but also like it seems like they have some interest in specifically nautical or some I mean it seems like they specifically stole this stuff to Mm -hmm. do whatever they were doing on right we can assume yeah so do we just chase them well next spot to hopefully add up clues and theoretically we could theoretically we could go to all of the locations they've been to However, mm. one of these locations does stand out. Now, uh... so so what you're saying is it makes the most sense to go to Arlgev and then go straight back to Vastplain. That's what it sounds like you're saying. That's not quite what I've been implying. If they are going to Akalar, but there it, but there isn't these types of resources that they're going there for, then there must be something important enough for them to stop by. Uh, Plus, if I'm not mistaken, that is the most uh, recent uh, incident. Seems that there are plenty of reasons to go to all of the planets. There's whatever mysterious thing they found on Rafas that you could look into. There is whatever they were after on Arlgiv that they clearly needed specialized equipment to go get. There is the outlier of Akalar. There's plenty of reasons to go everywhere. It's true. (laughs) So let's go everywhere. Okay, we'll split the party. Oh, good. Uh, Everybody goes to a different planet. It's so much better when you split the party (laughs) in an interstellar fashion. (laughs) Now, how about... We can't even. We, yeah, we, we can. can we do that though? We don't. Have, like... No, we could hire another ship. Yeah, you'd have to rent more shuttles. Yeah, take space. Uber. We got money to burn. <laughs> Just hitchhike. Just stick out your thumb and don't forget a towel. Yeah. Exactly. As you contemplate on where to go next, what to do, where to go, and what to see and explore, the mysteries of. What the children of A-Tier's actual motivations are, or perhaps it is just political decimation towards their enemies, but they are using a means which may threaten balances of power unseen in the Dragon's Wake galaxy. These mysteries and more wait to be unfolded ahead of you, but for now I think that's a pretty good place to call it so I can give my players... Some time to discuss what comes next off mic.
But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs, such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign... Yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.